Hi listeners, it's Lara Bianca Pilcher with the VDF podcast brought to you by Dance Informer and Energetics. And today I'm so excited to talk to Anna Singleton, who's aka Robot Girl, who is a respected and highly sought after professional hip hop, urban choreographer and dance event producer. She's literally taught hundreds of workshops, choreographed for various events, performed in television, such as So You Think You Can Dance, Australia's Got Talent and more. But before I say anything else, I just want to welcome you, Anna, on this lovely cold Melbourne day. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Good, good, good. How are you coping in the season of change? Uh, it's been uh, pretty crazy. It's, uh, I think it's a real shock to the system for everyone to just suddenly put so many things on pause, yeah. uh, especially for our um, dance industry right now. I have so many students that were so eager to be part of so much, in particular mm. VDF, and just yeah. feel quite devastated that their I guess their dance dreams for this year are just currently put on hold yeah it's just it's unheard of I mean it hasn't happened in our lifetime and certainly not even my parents lifetime um they've said they've never lived through anything like this so it's a really unique time isn't it for particularly for creatives at home not being able to go to class and to studio and yeah yeah I don't think anyone really truly believed um that it was real it still it still doesn't feel it real doesn't feel to real, be honest. No, um, no. I mean, we are in the comfort for for many of us in our own homes. If, mm. if you're not trapped overseas at the moment, or in, or in fourteen day quarantine at a hotel, yeah. but um, that sounds yeah, so really that, nice. It's, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not nice for everybody, but I'm like me alone. I in know. <laughs> for free yeah. I, know, I know what you mean i know what you mean um yeah, yeah. so your your home just feels normal so mm. until you step out and you realize your boundaries or how you're communicating with everyone is that's when i think the reality um i guess has kicked in for many of us mm, that's so true it's so true yeah. i mean you've been so busy so i'm sure it's a really unusual time of uh, you know switching things to online like many of our bdf teachers but also just to some extent, there's a lot of things that are cancelled and life is slowing down. So tell me about um, the best part about it for you, like as a creative, what are you enjoying right now being home? Well, um, I think the biggest thing that I had about this whole idea of being at home was that I was going to like majorly catch up on life and and things because I'm never normally at home. I'm always um, extremely busy just working sort of long hours going from one job to another. Mm. And uh, I had this big dream when they sort of said, oh, you're going to be stuck at home. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm actually going to catch up on life, like try and see the positives to this. But to be honest, I have not stopped. I have not yeah. caught up on life in any kind of way. Um, I luckily do have uh, a, one of my jobs um, I'm, still, I'm still working for. Mm. Um, but that's it's still a dance related job so I'm currently coordinating all these online um, videos with all the instructors that um, I schedule weekly um, for organization that I work for um, so that's been hectic there's this real sense of if you're currently working from home that you know that you're putting in the work that you're proving that you're a worker that yes yeah, so you don't lose your job like yeah kept by the organization yeah yeah and then even um, um my own dance company um the legacy and co like trying to put in mm. enough content to, to really keep them engaged because we had a, we had a few sessions before the um school holidays were going to kick in so i'm like oh awesome i can actually like really provide a sort of different method of teaching like providing them mm. links providing them sort of a, i guess some sort of knowledge areas that you don't sort of necessarily get time for mm. because you're in the studio creating yeah so that in itself is a job in itself so I'm like yeah. it's mm. awesome but it's like wow it's like hard this work is still, this yeah 
hectic as normal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. You mentioned the Legacy and Co., which tell us about that for people that don't know. You're the director of your own uh, all-age elite urban dance company, the Legacy and Co. So tell us about that. It sounds super exciting and how you've adjusted to doing things online and all of that. Yeah, sure. Um, well, the Legacy and Co has existed. This is going into our third year. Mm. And um, it was something that I started to realise uh, I needed to, I guess, create a platform for people, uh, for dancers that were just, that just love, just love hip hop and, um, you know, urban choreography and it just uh, a wanting to push, I guess, to, I guess you'd say that sort of elite level. Um, mm-hmm. So I created it as a, as a weekend um, participation because I, I really truly believe that it, no matter where anyone dances, they should sort of be open to their options and the opportunities. And it's kind of, you don't want to kind of like go your mind and you stay yeah, um, yeah, in that kind of concept. So it was kind of keeping in mind that people were dancing, you know, still had their dance schools, still wanted to do other styles. So um, I created this opportunity for on the weekend to be able to be part of the Legacy & Co. So um, we were going to perform it um, on stage with VDF. So we were really, really was looking that today, forward to that. today, like scheduled for today or yesterday maybe? Because uh, it was going to yeah, be this yesterday. Week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I even had a dancer contact me saying um, how devastated she was. Yeah. She's like, I can't even talk about it. I'm so upset. Mm. Um, yeah. Because just our mindset, just really, you know, everyone's really committed to rehearsals. You know, when someone's not going to be there, you're trying to, you know, coordinate so costume, cool. music, all sorts yeah. of stuff. So, yeah. Um, but I guess in terms of uh, at the moment, because now we're all finding ourselves heading into term two I think there was this sort of misconception towards the end of term um, one Mm. that I was personally experiencing from a lot of dance schools like let's just let's just go on hold because that's you know what the government's saying is indoor sporting activities um, to go on hold and uh, you know I'm sure we might be delayed a week or two into term two Mm. and that's not looking likely at this stage yeah so um, yeah so I've really moved on to online Mm. uh content so i spent all day yesterday filming um putting together pieces together uploading mm. it you know that takes time in itself it it's does. like it's, <laughs> it's come on internet don't um, you dare break on me now <laughs> yeah i yeah. know so you know because the legacy we have an open class as well so we have mm. the first hour of legacy where i get a different choreographer come in and we invite anyone from the community to come down and that's kind of really part of our first half of the year, like kind of mm. connecting to other dancers, having someone else come in. So it's not just like myself or my assistant choreographer. Um, and I feel like that kind of really broadens the mind, their mindsets and broadens that experience. So for me moving forward, um, I'm still going to be engaging with other choreographers to, mm. to come in and put together um, pieces that are sort of for us. Um, we have a show in September. That wow. I think we're really hoping to be able to do. I have been told from the venue that they are keeping all their bookings from September onwards, and we mm. happen to be in September. That's so good. So there's this, really, <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. awesome. So mm. it's about when can we get back to rehearsals as a physical group? Mm. Um, I mean, we really kick off those rehearsals uh, really at the end of June, early July. So on a positive, I sort of have this. Um, ability now to really sort of develop the concept of my show and be able to create all this work at home yeah. and like just like pack all my dancers with all this choreography so to speak so then when we kind of get back to it 
I can be like, so everyone knows everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you know, what have you been doing at home, guys? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's the other thing. Yeah, this, yeah. Well, this will really prove uh, for a lot of people, you know, what's their motivation? Who, mm. who is going to sort of, you know, really kind of take up this opportunity, I guess, to get ahead? Because we're slowed down, but in a way you can kind of get ahead on a number of, of activities depending yeah. on how you look at things. Yeah, that's So I'm true. trying to look at it as... Yeah, how, what can I get ahead of? What, what can I kind of put forward that when we do get back to um, business of just being all together, uh, mm. what have I already put in place that I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I put in all that time and effort. Um, so that's what I'm hoping to get. Um, that's a really wise, that. yeah, that's fantastic to look at it like that. Speaking of um, dancers in your company, what do you, well, not just your company, but your students, and, but when you are putting on a performance, what is it that you look for in the dancers that you put on stage with you? Are you still performing with them, by the way? Uh, yeah, I, I, I sort of uh, appear um, ah. I sort of feel <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really exciting. <laughs> yes. I've got all kinds of pictures of you like bursting out of a cake and you, you appear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about that. <laughs> um, that would be quite funny. Well, it, it's funny because I feel like moving on to this year, I'm sort of really trying to now, now that it's in its third year, trying to really kind of, I guess, push more people to kind of mm. take that forefront. Yeah. Um, I mean, with the shows that we've done before, you know, you sort of have, I guess, your um, so some key people that take on particular roles and stuff. But uh, in particular this year, I feel like as a performer, I'm taking a little bit more of a back step um, mm. to kind of push those people forward, uh, hence the appearance. But I, I'm really looking for people that are just really passionate yeah. about being part of it and being there because that fight that you see in their dance, you know, the way that they just attack and just, you know, that whole saying, live your best life, mm. it's just really inspiring and that's what inspires other people. And I think that's, you know, the one thing that I feel uh, that people have said when they've watched The Legacy um, is, oh, you can just tell that everyone loves it. Like they just mm. love being part of it. And that's like to hear that I'm like, oh, wow, like I almost like want to re, uh, re, re-watch performances and go, okay, so what is it that everyone's doing that kind yeah. of that uh, highlights that to people because that's something that you um, you don't have control of, you know, mm. that comes from the dancer and they're making them most of the experience, but also you providing, you know, a happy environment where they feel like they're getting the most out of it. So, um, yeah, people that really see it as an opportunity just to, mm. to be their best and to just give everything that they've got. I just think yeah. if you're, if you don't have that mindset, then it can't, then that it's a real waste of time for you. Mm. So um, I really feel and hope that that's what the legacy provides. And that's what I'm looking yeah. for in dancers and also people yeah. celebrating that as well. Like seeing people like, wow, she's so good or he's so good. And, mm. and to, want to be around that not oh, I can never be as good as that, that yeah kind of that's true because, so much on my yeah. mindset yeah oh, lovely oh, to work the, with the dancers it's, that's everything isn't it? it's lovely to work with dancers that yeah you know um kind of gear their minds up that way that they kind of look at others and say hey like I'd really like to be like you rather than pull back kind of use it as a motivating factor but that's hard it's, I think you, you kind of have to train your brain don't you to think that way because it's quite easy just to flick into insecurity and all of that I think it's so easy yeah to get into insecurity and I think no matter the age no matter the experience you know Mm. depending on how you started as a dancer I feel like can kind of carry you a little bit through life Mm. but the more experience you get the more I guess um yeah 
platforms where you've experienced this, that, and the other can kind of help shape you to kind of shake things off. Yeah. Um, it's really, it's really hard. It's also, you know, everyone comes from different backgrounds. Oh, the mindset of a dancer is so complex, but um, mm. I guess the more you can, you realize what's there for you rather than what's against you, I think is what's going to help shape you. Um, I love dancers that kind of come from nothing in the sense of feeling like they're not, um, you know, not where they need to be or they started dance, you know, too, too late in age. Mm. I, I love those type of dancers because they've got to really work for it and oh, they've got to so do true. a battle that's, yeah. that's really like full on but they can overcome. I mean, I've seen dancers start. I, I always think of this guy called Lance from, um, from New Zealand from the Palace Dance Studio. Like mm. he started dancing at the age of like 17 and then he went off to dance with Chris Brown and stuff. Like that's not nice. that that's what everyone's goals but it just really shows you if you, you, are, if you yeah. really love something no matter when you start it then you you it's not about catching up but you're you yourself as a dancer will shape to who you're meant to be mm. as a performer and that's um no one can take that from you because no one's you so that's so true that's really good advice yeah. yeah I mean you've had some incredible opportunities in your life one of them was you were chosen in a dance audition process to dance with Madonna in Canada, I read. Um, yeah. It, what was that like? You know, you're speaking of dancers that have these incredible opportunities and what, what do you think made you um, the one that was chosen? What did you carry? Are you aware of what you carried <laughs> in that audition? Uh, yeah, it's funny. I carried two things. So mm -hmm. I had a, um, without getting into So You Think in Dance, I had a really interesting experience through that um, and it made me bit more fearless about auditions because yeah. I really realized you you can only control so much about mm. the audition process so one half of me went in going give it all you got but at the end of the day they're going to be choosing and you don't have um you don't have control of that and you can't be um you can't be scared about what you can't control you can only you know put your best mm -hmm. foot forward about what you can control so that was the first half of the audition and then when I got to like the the semi, like I guess the, the second last round and then the final round, I was like, mm. oh, they're actually seriously considering me. I need to seriously wow. consider myself right now. <laughs> so I danced, I danced the hardest I've ever danced in my life. Like I was fatigued beyond. It was insane of what a scenario would kind of push you to your absolute limits. Like mm. they were just like, don't hold back. So, you know, I was not holding back by any point. I was like, you have to, it was like dancing with such intensity without being too scary. Of course, I was yeah. saying, you have to pick me. Like, I want this, like, please, you know, like mm. this is all I'm giving. And it was just crazy to be chosen um, for something that was like a dream come true, but also to know that I gave that like 200%. So it was, mm. it was so rewarding by that means as well. Like not just sort of picked and half went for it yeah. or half didn't want it, like ended up wanting it with all my might and then that being recognized. So that was a really beautiful thing for me to experience because it really showed me that if you're willing to give it your all, like you never know what door that's going to open for you. Yeah, that's so exciting. And you, you mentioned too, yeah. you performed in um, So You Think You Can Dance and Australia's Got Talent. And what were kind of some outstanding moments for you in, in those sorts of television shows? Wow. Um, <laughs> the tough moments. one is <laughs> probably the whole thing. <laughs> but it's hard too, isn't yeah. it? Because it's not like theatre where you kind of get on and you perform. There's a lot of stop start, isn't there? And do it again from this angle and um, or move the cameras. Yeah. And, yeah. So, I mean, cameras, how, yeah. what was so different for you? Were you? Was it more exhausting than maybe a theatre performance? 
Uh, yeah, I, th I think it was really exhausting. I think you're so in your head when you're in those um, circumstances, you know, because they are telling you, we're watching you, every move that you make. Yeah, like, they really are. So you just <laughs> right up close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't roll yeah, your so eyes. You, <laughs> no, so you're really aware of everything. And I think, you know, you can be aware of certain things and certain circumstances, but that made you just so exhausted of just being every. Mm. Uh, just so aware of everything that you did, you, you know, how, how you were talking, how your energy oh my was. Like That's exhausting. Yeah. You were being quiet. You felt like, oh, my God, I've just been sitting here. I really need to, I don't know, like talk to mm. someone. Um, but I think the a pivotal experience for me was, you know, it, for the first season, you know, being in the top 100 and then not getting through the show but then still getting called back to perform in the final with mm. um, a, a few other people that were representing the hip-hop genre. Mm. So it, in one way, a door closed, but then the door still opened to kind of come back and be part of the whole finale, which was, um, you know, I, I got to get flown back up to Sydney for a week and mm. experience rehearsals with that. And that was in a non, I guess, non-competitive setting. So you kind of just got to really enjoy yeah. the entire experience. Um, yeah. So that, that was really pivotal for me to, yeah. It's so um, exciting. Like so much of what you do is competitive really, isn't it? Like you've started a lot of competitions, like um, Step Off Heavyweight Urban Dance Competition. Um, you obviously, a lot of what you do is competitive. Uh, a lot of dance is obviously. Um, obviously, you know, dance is in studios, not necessarily in competition every week, but there's so much of a sense of when you, you know, you're working professionally, you've got to audition and the competition just goes up and up. How do you cope with that mentally? I feel uh, extremely lucky that the community that I, um, I guess, see the most mm. is the urban dance crew community. And from day dot, when I entered that, back in the day, um, <laughs> that, that, I was like, what do I say? <laughs> back in the day. Um, but what a family that community is. And yeah. there's this real interesting sense of there is a competitiveness. Like people want to do well. It's not that, you know, people like just going in for fun. but we all know each other and there's a respect level that comes within all of us and everyone that comes and experiences the dance crew community is like, wow, everyone cheers for each other. I'm like, oh, that's just normal. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's really, uh, it's quite a unique setting and I think that that's where the competitiveness has, has really quite worked because even you just listing all these competitions that I've been involved in and do, I'm mm. like, wow, like am I some competitive person? Um, but <laughs> I think it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's healthy competition. Yeah, you know? yeah. it's, a, it's a competition that, okay, maybe you didn't place first, second or third, but you actually had a really great time because that's there's a great. sense of real yeah. positive, positivity that surrounds that environment. I think that mm. that's what's been really important about the, I guess, the scene <laughs> that I've really based myself in terms of competition. Mm, yeah so good what are you looking forward to when we get to do uh you know all be together at vdf in october I mean, you've done it a few times now and you were going to perform or your company was going to perform tell me what yes. you're kind of looking forward to uh i am hoping that no one is going to hold back that mm. it's going to be this setting where everyone is almost like starstruck at the idea of even being there Mm. and just going for it and, and, and really catching themselves if they are being that dancer for that moment, being in their head as we all can be um, and just, you know, living your best life. Like I feel like I just want to be surrounded by this infectious energy that mm. almost, you know, almost makes you want to cry, you know what I mean? Because you're yeah, like, wow, absolutely. we're here. We finally, yeah. 
we made it back. Like, let's just enjoy this. Like what an honor and privilege this is right now to experience this. I mean, we're all really lucky that VDF has announced spring. Like so many, comp- yeah. uh, so many, sorry, events have just postponed. That's true. And VDF is like, you know, let's, let's try it. Let's try this again. Like I'm yeah. sure, you know, in spring, this is going to happen for us. So we've all got something to really look forward to. That's right. Whereas other comps and events, we just don't know if they're going to happen. At this yeah. They're point. just cancelled so, indefinitely. Um, yeah. 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 That's so I, I'm just hoping that everyone's going to walk in with like beaming smiles and everyone's just going to be dancing so hard. And as a result, like our scene is just going to, just step up another level because everyone's just dancing for mm. in this idea of, wow, I never thought this would happen and here we are. It's so exciting and yeah. so true. I mean, I love that, like just coming with your you know, mindset ready to just give your all and get into it and enjoy it again. How lucky we are. Like <laughs> we never would have thought this I would know. have happened, but how lucky we are to, to be looking it's forward to crazy. October. It's really crazy. In closing, what's your kind of like Anna's top tip for staying dance ready while at home? in isolation well let let's be honest like online um you know there is so much information out there for dancers there always has been it but even more so the amount of classes that mm. are being presented you know you, this people that you wouldn't even normally get to learn from at the moment are providing classes either on the instagram live or you know setting up websites we've got to you know pay for for their time to do that and i just think you should be making the most of what's there for you because the opportunities and the access is beyond what we would normally experience during our our normal week when we're all Mm. dancing together so Mm. don't waste this time this is such a time to to breathe and live as much dance as you can and um, continue to grow and just be just as excited to when it all goes back to to normal because you're probably going to be even more knowledgeable and possibly <laughs> even more skilled. Yeah, <laughs> so true. Yeah, so yeah. True, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much, Anna, for the chat today.